Welcome to episode number 16 of the Who Am I podcast with the Southside Church of Christ, where we are digging into what it means to be a Christian week in and week out. I'm Brian Dill, and here with me, as always, is the incredible Jackson Wells. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> Hope everybody's doing well. Today, we're talking about going the extra mile, but I have kind of a weird question. Jackson, do you think outside of America, they say, go the extra kilometer? Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and and what on. do you think about, like, Bibles in Europe? Do you think they say kilometer? Got to, it's got to say mile because a kilometer isn't. isn't I know as it's far not the same. It, it's it's like less than a mile. So if it was go the but, extra kilometer, it'd be like, oh yeah, that's no big deal. <laughs> so I, I looked it up in in the Spanish Bible because I mean you know his, uh, Latin American countries use kilometers. They don't use oh, I did, miles. I, did, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're driving down the literally, road and literally America is the only uh, one. Oh, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And it uses the word the Spanish word for mile. Okay. And I was like, I wonder why. I, I don't know. I, and I don't wonder, like, say in England, you know, yeah. does it say kilometer instead of God, mile? God, to say mile. But they would say, well, what does that even mean? I, yeah. How far is a mile? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I think there's, there's a lot of stuff. Well, not a lot of stuff, but I'm thinking, like, talents in denarii. Like, we don't know what that means. Well, we have right, a, right. But we, we have, have a, we have a conversion. An idea. We could, I guess they, they would just do the conversion. Let's, let's, let's go three yes. point, let's go 3.1 kilometers. <laughs> I if don't someone, know. If someone asks you to go 3.1 kilometers, go an extra 3.1 kilometers. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> so maybe if there's someone out there listen, that listens to our podcast from another country, maybe comment <laughs> and tell us. It's got it's got to say mile. I, I don't know why it would. I mean, all right. Anyway, let's get into this episode. Okay, so we are talking about going the extra mile today, or kilometer, we don't know. Uh, <laughs> but, the, but this is a statement that comes from Jesus that is talking about something very specific, uh, which we'll get into in just a minute. But first, Jackson, do you have a story about walking a mile or walking multiple miles? I do, but what you just said made me think. What Did, did Jesus actually say mile? That's a good question. Because what did because what did he say? Well, what what if it was? Are you gonna? <laughs> all right. So so actually, let's see. I I did do a little research, and interestingly, the Greek word is is million, million, which is a Roman mile, but it's like one a Texas of the mile. yeah right yeah I mean what is that exactly? <laughs> It's the the word represents like eight stadia or maybe one thousand four hundred and seventy eight point five meters, whatever that means. I don't know. And so I have a feeling roughly a mile or a thousand paces. It's roughly a mile (laughs) or a kilometer. I don't know. (laughs) Oh my goodness! Jeez. (laughs) <laughs> okay, y- yes, I have a story about... <laughs> right. About, so I, I lived on campus at Western Kentucky University, and when I didn't live on campus, I was still close enough to walk to campus. Okay. Uh, there were also buses um, that you could ride and get to your class and all that stuff. I didn't figure that out 
I didn't figure out the bus schedule route until junior year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, one day I was walking home from or walking back to my dorm or my apartment, I can't remember, after a long day of studying and paying attention in class. <laughs> I was walking with some of my friends, and we were having a discussion about whether or not a penny could kill you if it was dropped from the top of the Empire State Building. Sure. I was adamant that the answer was no, I believe. Because, and I've done research recently on why it couldn't, you've got updraft, you've got Right. Just, it's not, it's terminal yeah. velocity Term, right. isn't going to have enough. It can't happen. Okay. I was, I was, I was getting <laughs> heated because they were like, it would totally kill you. It would totally kill you. And so we're walking, having this conversation, come to a staircase. And I, I turned to, to say something, uh, you know, it was going to be, it was going to seal the argument. And as soon as I said it, I just tripped and fell down the stairs. Oh no. <laughs> Um, I was fine. I hopped right back up and I was like about to continue on with what I was talking, but, uh, they were laughing at me. So <laughs> right. Walking can sometimes be dangerous. <laughs> walking can be dangerous. Well, especially if you're not paying attention. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my walking story goes back to when I was probably about five years old. Oh no. And I, th- I think it was a time. Well, I know it was a time when my aunt had come to visit. She lived about an hour, hour and a half away, and she had come to visit and was staying with us for a little while. It was my my Aunt Louise. And so she decided that she and I were going to go for a walk. So we're, we're out, we're going for a walk around the lake that was in our neighborhood. Well, we went this one particular direction that didn't necessarily end up getting us all that close to the lake and we were walking and talking and all of a sudden we're at like a normal road like uh, with with lines and everything my neighborhood wasn't lined or anything with the roads or anything and so she's like uh where are we (laughs) and I'm I'm five. I'm like I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> and so she's like, "Well, let's go this way." And so we get on this main road and walk and walk and walk and walk, and the sun's starting to go down. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and she's not recognizing anything. Again, I'm five. I don't know what's going on, and so she finally was like. We're going to have to stop and ask to use somebody's phone. <laughs> and so we we go to this house, and uh, she calls my, my parents, and my dad <laughs> comes and finds us. He, I guess she, maybe the people that lived there yeah. were able to tell him where we were. Yeah. But the funniest part about it is if we had kept walking the direction we were walking, Maybe another quarter mile, we would have seen my the road I grew up on <laughs> where our house was. That's amazing. I mean, we would have been all the way at the opposite end of where our house is. Yeah. But we could have just gone on. Right, we, right. It would have been, oh, I know where we are now. Yeah. But, of course, that's when we stopped. No, you, you don't – you typically don't remember – good walks you know just <laughs> right. let's just let's just go for a walk nobody remembers those it's always when you fall Something you get goes lost wrong. <laughs> i went on a walk one time my cousin was leading us through a forest and we ended up on a golf course 
We were not looking. Whoa. We weren't looking for a golf course, <laughs> but that's where we ended up. There was also yellow jackets involved. Oh, on no. That trip. Not, not fun. But anyways, you don't, I, I remember that because it didn't go to plan. If it had gone to plan, I likely wouldn't have remembered it. <laughs> exactly. But. Right, right. Well, as we get into the meat of the week, we are focused on one particular instruction that Jesus gave in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 41, where he says very simply, if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. And that's all he says. (laughs) Now, without a little background information, without some context, that could be really confusing. So, So I want to first kind of refresh everybody's memory regarding what Jesus is talking about. Uh, A Roman soldier could commandeer any Jewish civilian and force them to carry his gear or even his personal items for one mile. Um, As you can imagine, the Jews did not appreciate this. Yeah. They found this incredibly insulting. They found this humiliating, even. But what Jesus is doing here is he's trying to give his listeners a new perspective on relationships, even in the midst of something humiliating. Jesus says, find a way to do some good. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, even when you are insulted, find a way to be kind. Mm-hmm. So, Jackson, what are some things that come to mind for you when you hear this instruction from Jesus? How do we go about following this instruction? Right. So uh, the first thing that comes to mind is the phrase, kill them with kindness. Okay. Um, I Correct me if I'm wrong, but... The Romans knew that this was humiliating to the oh, Jews. Oh, sure. Absolutely. And so if... Probably relished yeah, in it. They, they, they knew what they were doing. They didn't, you know, they, they probably, like you said, they relished in it. And so if, <laughs> if the Romans know that the Jews hate it and they're still asking the Jews to do this, and then all of a the sudden they come across a Jew that's like, yeah, sure. Give, give me, let's go, let's go to Stadia or, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever the word they the word use. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they're going to be, they're going to be taken aback a little bit. I, I would think. And the, the term kill them with kindness. If somebody's being mean to you, be kind to them and it'll be like heaping hot coals on their head, which is one of my mm. favorite concepts. Uh, <laughs> so that, that's the first thing that comes to mind is kill them, kill them with kindness because they're not, they're not going to know what to do. And what you're doing is showing them by your actions that you serve they're going to be like, well, why are you acting like that? And you can, right. you, you immediately open a door for a conversation. Sure. And typically, if you do something nice for somebody, they're going to come back. And so now you have multiple opportunities to talk about, you know, the the, the Christ that you serve. <laughs> yes, yes, so, absolutely. Uh, it, it Killing them with kindness spirals into a lot of positive opportunities. That or they'll just leave you alone. And so <laughs> you, win, you win either way. Sure, sure. I think it's really interesting that this instruction comes right before the section on loving your enemies. Yes. Because I I imagine the typical Jewish reaction to, 
hey, you, come over here, carry this gear. You know, whatever direction you were going, whatever plans you had, whatever you mm-hmm. were supposed to be doing, it's all got to be put on hold. And now you've got to carry this gear. Mm-hmm. And you got to carry it for a mile, which walking with with heavy gear that you're carrying for a mile is not exactly yeah. easy. Well, and, and it's not just a mile because you got to go one mile and then a mile back to what you were doing. So that's right. You're already doing two miles. That's right. right. And then Jesus is saying, go, f-, he's essentially saying, go four miles. Yeah. Like if you do, if you do the back and forth, I mean, yeah. Good grief. But don't you imagine that when, when, when they were asked to do that, that it was, oh, yeah, good grief. <laughs> Come on. Okay, fine. You know, whatever. And so they, you know, grab the gear and, and I can just see them, you know, they've got it marked. I am this right here is a mile, not one step further. <laughs> one one thousand paces. Throw it down <laughs> and spit on the ground, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, you know, how you stupid Romans. Yeah. I cannot stand that I have to do this for you. Uh, and Jesus says, "No, that's that's not it. Yeah, go two miles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the 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 heart that you have to have to be able to do that without being bitter to do it right. joyfully. There's some. I it would be hard to overcome that because you've got the Romans that are oppressing the Jews. Like there's a the whole history behind this. It's hard to just say go two miles and everybody be okay with it. Change had to happen within a person." In order for them to, to get to that point. Oh, absolutely, so. absolutely. And and like you said, imagine the the Romans' reaction when he commandeers somebody, and they're like, "Sure, sure, no problem." Hey, you know, how's your day been? And you know, they're walking <laughs> along with them, having a normal conversation. Uh-huh. Like, how's the uh, you know? going? <laughs> and then it's and they you know they pass that mile marker, and the guy's still carrying his stuff. Yeah. And the Romans looking at him going. What is your problem, dude? Uh, <laughs> crazy, crazy Jew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this is the weirdest Jew I've ever met. Yeah. Uh, and that's going to be memorable. You, mm-hmm. you talked about what makes a walk memorable or mm-hmm. not memorable. Usually it's the bad things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in this circumstance, it would be something incredibly kind and unexpected. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think maybe that's part of what our responsibility is today mm-hmm. in trying to follow this command doing something kind and unexpected. Yes. I'm I'm trying I'm I'm sitting here trying to think of something off the top of my head that would be be like that. You know, if a, I'm imagine being in a school and someone asks you to go make copies. Well, you you go make copies and while you're in the copy room grab them a cup of coffee or something like <laughs> right. that. Right. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, there there are certainly ways where we can we can show that uh, to others. And right. again, it it's, it just opens so many opportunities to to answer the reason. Well, why did you do that? The reason is because Jesus told me. Well, who's Jesus? He's the guy that I devote my life to. Let me tell you about him. It yes. Just, it just opens some pretty unique opportunities that we wouldn't have otherwise. And then on the other side of that, if we aren't kind, if we are bitter towards people and right. people know that we call ourselves Christians— Think about the stigma that that then shows. Absolutely, absolutely. If we're Christians and we're bitter about doing other things for people, people are going to see that and be like, well, why would I want to be a Christian (laughs) if all you're going to do is be bitter about having to do something for somebody else? That's why Jesus says, don't 
don't be bitter. <laughs> right. Well, and that's in the in the verses about loving your enemies, that puts us in the category of doing the same thing that everybody else does. Mm-hmm. You know, that's this is one of the things that should make us as followers of Christ different yep. from the rest of the world. We're yep. we're going to be kind in circumstances where most of everybody else is not going to be. Yeah. Rather than grumbling and complaining and griping and find a way to be kind, find a way to to go above and beyond what is expected mm-hmm. of you. And uh, in I, go ahead. In last week's episode, we talked about uh, Barnabas and how he was an encourager and how he gave and how giving can be encouraging. Yes. I would say this is similar. This Absolutely. is if somebody sees us doing something kind, if they see us going out of our way for somebody else, it can be contagious, and all yes. of a sudden we have a ton of people doing positive things for other people. I think the opposite is also true. If ah. there's a ton of grumbling, yes. that too can be contagious. We have to we have <laughs> to be aware of that. We have to be aware that we need to to step away from that, <laughs> um, and we need to be the encourager. Check out last week's episode if you haven't listened to it. But it, it's contagious both ways. Yes, so, absolutely. So I agree with that. Be, be positive. Also, you know, the the concept of going the extra mile is in many ways the opposite of, of complaining and griping and that sort of thing. But it's also, I think, the opposite of the good enough mindset yeah. where we do bare minimum. You know, like yep. I said, the Jew that, that says, okay, this is the mile. I'm not taking one step beyond this. I'm done. Forget it. You know, and... And I think it's easy for us to get into the habit of doing bare minimum. Mm-hmm. And I think that we need to reevaluate, especially our mindset when it comes to what we do as a part of God's kingdom. You know, I, I think that there are certain things in life that we are naturally going to enjoy and we like to go above and beyond in those areas but sometimes it seems like when it comes to the church and what we do with the church and our role that we play in god's kingdom sometimes we just check that box and move on absolutely and we've got to get past this mindset of of i'm doing enough you know there's nothing more that i'm told i have to do right that that (laughs) The idea of fairness comes along in, in oh, that. Right. The I'm I'm I am participating as much as anybody else is participating, and that's good <laughs> enough. And so we could we could go on a completely tangent here, but we we can't compare ourselves to other people because I, I guarantee you there was a moment when a Jew was working and a Roman soldier came up and said. Out of there, there, you know, there's ten Jews working, and out <laughs> right. of out of the ten, he chose you. Yes, you're the one that has to walk a mile. It's so unfair. So I'm only going to do the bare minimum. But whenever we stop comparing ourselves to other people, and that is a that <laughs> that gives you a huge advantage, and it it will help you likely go above and beyond. Absolutely, yeah. That's that's a great thought because we, you know, why me? This isn't fair to me. Those are the kinds of complaints that, that mm-hmm. we're likely to make. And it's uh, typically it like yeah, going going walking a mile, not fun. Going two miles, maybe not fun at all, but it's not something that's 
like detrimental to you. Uh, exactly. And that's a, that's what we complain about a lot of times are those little things that it's not going to kill you to, <laughs> yes. to, to knock it out or whatever. So yes, it, it's important that we, we realize that sometimes we are being a little bit of a complainer. I'm guilty of this all the time. <laughs> oh, man. we all are. So, yes. I mean, you just have to be aware of it. Well, and since I know he's not going to listen to these episodes, I'm going to say something about my son. <laughs> like his, his desire to play video games, of course, is greater than his desire to do pretty much anything else <laughs> in life uh, because he's a teenager. And, yeah. you know, that's a big thing for him. Now, of course, we have our limits uh, on how much time he's allowed to do that each day. But, you know, sometimes uh, things happen and we have to go somewhere or we have to, you know, something comes up mm-hmm. and he may have extra homework or he may need to go with us somewhere or something like that. And he's, oh, man, <laughs> and we're like, what's what's up? I don't get to play my game until, you know, whatever time. And we're like... <laughs> So what? <laughs> it's a game. This it's is a not... lifestyle, Brian. You don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> but it's it's like you were saying. These are not end of the world right. things. These are right. the types of things that we typically think of as. Oh man, I can't believe I have to do this. Yeah, I can't believe I'm being asked to do this again. Well, you know, it's I, such small potatoes. I think of the go, going back to the we're walking two miles, and that gives us that gives us. Double the amount of opportunity if we, instead of just walking one mile, right. to talk to somebody about yes. Jesus. Yes. So <laughs> think about, you know, play video games like it's the last time you're ever playing video <laughs> games. Talk to this person that you're walking down the road with like it's the last time that they're going to have an opportunity to hear about Jesus. Right. And when you have that mindset, you 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 want to walk longer. You, you want to keep going. And so whenever we... Be- <laughs> You got to become passionate about it because when you become passionate about it, it's easier to to go the extra mile. So we absolutely not only do we need to be aware of what we're grumbling about, we need to be aware of what we're passionate about. And again, it takes a change of heart to become passionate about Christ. But once you become passionate about that, it's it's hard to be passionate. Uh, I mean, you can still be passionate about other stuff, but that that becomes a, a high priority thing. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. Well, I hope that the answer to am I an extra miler is yes. Even though extra miler is a word that might sound a little (laughs) cheesy, I don't know. But I think the answer to that really needs to be a yes. Absolutely. When we go the extra mile, uh, figuratively or for some reason, literally, we we are taking advantage of the opportunity to show the love of Christ. And yes. we need to do that as much as we can. Agreed. Agreed. Well, we want to thank all of you for listening to this week's episode. We hope that this week's episode is one that is going to help you in your faith and especially be a blessing to you as you grow in your identity as a follower of Jesus. Have a blessed day. Mm-hmm.